Solo Path of Warren podcast. This is Matt Warren. Today is episode 196. It is June 1st, 2021, and it's Tuesday. It's about 5.30. I'm headed home. I wanted to share about a podcast idea for my work that I am actively working on in my head. I think that sharing it here will help to get it out and uh, just just the process of verbalizing it will help me make sense of it. So my thoughts are to call it right now the Warren Forensic Engineering Podcast. And I chose that name for several reasons. One being that I think that our company podcast should have Warren in it since it's the, you know, the, the main name of the company. Number two, the, uh, I really like the forensic engineering part of it in there. Uh, and that's really how I, how I, um, present myself whenever I'm on the phone with somebody, I'll say, hi, thank you for calling Warren. This is Matt Warren. Or no, well, I'll say that, or if I'm leaving a message, I'll say, hi, this is Matt with Warren Forensic Engineers. Uh, I'll leave off the and consultants part just because it's so long. But uh, I, So I think Warren, it, it would sound something like, hi, welcome to the path, no, not the path to Warren, that's the one I'm on now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Warren Forensic Engineering Podcast. This is Matt Warren. I'm your host. And today we're going to dive into a case study from 2025 and, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I Today I took action and I got from Kimberly, who's Jeff's, my father, who's his assistant, I got a list of all of his depositions and trials since the beginning of time, and it's like 55 pages long. Um, so I printed that off, and I'm excited to go through that, um, trying to see are, are there good cases in here. And I, what I want to do is go through and print off the reports of each of those cases. And the reason why this idea came about is I was listening to uh, one of my flight training podcasts because I'm learning how to fly and the guy was going through and analyzing a, a flight crash and he was reading about what the guy did wrong um, that caused him to crash or what you know maybe the weather was got worse or whatever the situation is he, he kind of goes through and he doesn't read the whole report, but there are sections of the report that he reads. So he might read the uh, FAA part where they're talking back and forth inside of the black box, uh, you know. And I'm sitting there saying, wow, I could do something like this for our company and really just either do it in an anonymous way where I'm just giving like a case study, but I don't really give the name, the federal 
you know, case number. I don't link it to an expert. I'm just talking in general terms about what I'm learning and what was going wrong and what they did wrong and what we said and what codes they violated. Um, and, and then give the other side of the story. So maybe the manufacturer was designing a machine and it, just like today, my at, at lunch, I'm sitting there talking to a coworker, his name's Aaron, and he was telling me about how he was writing a, a report, but this, this time it was for the defense where the guy shouldn't have been in the spot and he had a coworker push a button and tell him it was good to go and he st stuck his finger in there and lost a couple fingers on an, on an air inter interlock uh, valve. So normally uh, there would be a shutoff or some kind of kill switch or some sort of lockout tagout mechanism but they're writing it in a way that the the own the, the people that you can't sue who are the, um, the the employer of the manufacturing facility the employer did so many things wrong that the manufacturer is not at fault here there's nothing the manufacturer did of this machine it's really the employer and the installer who did not put in the right safety devices or safety protocols to keep this person from getting hurt. So I believe that I could talk about these, these cases because they're very interesting. I mean, these cases that we're talking about here, people are losing their lives, they're losing their limbs, they're losing their loved ones. And we're out here helping attorneys and insurance adjusters make sense of it all. And I believe that if I had a toolbox of 50 podcasts or 5,000 podcasts and three or four or 10 years from now, I, I, I remember a case that I did a podcast on and a client has a case very similar, I could be like, hey, go listen to episode 37 where I talk about interlock devices on a plastic facility where we met, where we were uh, representing the manufacturer in that case. So the, you know, whether he's rep he's on the plaintiff side or the defense side, he would be able to see what the issues are and know what to expect. I see it being a huge tool for new attorneys who want to hear about where, we, where we're coming from, what we're looking for, where we're going to take photos, what are key pieces of evidence that are needed uh, to help them win their cases, basically. But also really to just show what we're seeing and what we're, where we're coming from as experts. Um, there will also be... So, so that, let me just stop there. That's that's my thought. I want to call it the Warren Forensic Engineering Podcast. Um, that's what it is. Who's on going to be on it? Maybe I 
interview some of our experts every now and then and give, ask them to give, you know, tell us about what happened, tell us about the facts of the cases. Uh, why'd you, why'd you take this position, Johnny? And not like it's a deposition, but just for him to talk about what he did and talk about what happened. Um, so I might interview the experts. I might interview clients. So if we have a case or two that goes really well and bring in the attorney or do a, a phone call with the attorney so that he could tell us about how the case went, what happened. Uh, maybe I could get, get interviews and do interviews with claims adjusters. Uh, maybe I could... Maybe I could bring in other uh, other companies that are uh, complementary in the field, just like just like uh, Al Duncan, our collision reconstructionist, was recently on. He was recently on uh, the Collins and Lacey podcast. Well, the Collins and Lacey podcast. Uh, the guy's going through and interviewing all the different experts that he hires, basically. Like, as a, the, the, the company as a whole is going through, they've interviewed transportation. So, like, the, the, the guy who um, pulls over big trucks and writes them tickets for not having proper lights or weights or whatever, that guy did a podcast there was a, a chiro, uh, the lady who's in charge of licensing for chiropractors. She got on the podcast and spoke. Um, so what we're, what I'm seeing is he's able to get the, those people in those industries to share, um, share the podcast link on their platforms and you get this cross-pollination. Not only do you have us as raving fans of Collins and Lacey now, you have um, you have that name going out to all the database. So I'm going to keep developing this and keep talking about it. I'm worried, like what's the fear, right? The fear is I'm going to record some of these podcasts and Jeff is going to hear something that I say that's kind of like, you know, from the peanut, from the peanut gallery. Um, and I'm going to do something that hurts his reputation or says something that is, uh, just says something that's not quite right, you know. Um, maybe I'm going to say something that's not quite right. And, I don't know. Maybe I could be. Uh, maybe it'll be dealt with as, oh, that's the marketing guy. I don't know. Uh, I do have a fear that I'm going to. All right. So, so that's one thing that, that I got to work on. I do not want. I, I, I do not want it to be like I am critiquing what the engineer did I'm merely talking about the different angles of the case 
learning the words that they're using in the case, learn the different codes as I'm talking about that, I've become more familiar with the codes and the standards that they're citing. Um, but I'm not going to give opinions on the case. I'm not going to um, I, I think that's just it. I, I just need to talk about what went well. Like, no, not even what went well, what went bad in the case. Just talk about, I just need to talk about both sides, both angles of the case. That That's the best way to go about it. And if they want to look it up and see the verdict, they can do that. I think I could talk about, I, I believe I could talk about each case and just talk about, re, and just read from the report. And that would be enough. podcast would need to be edited and it would need to be proof listened to by Phillips and we'll go from there so I think I need to record one or two of them and see see what happens if anything It'll get me more familiar with the cases that my dad's worked, which are fascinating to me. The older I get, the more um, intriguing it is, really, because of some of these large cases that he's been on have been revolutionary in setting case law. Hope everybody has a wonderful day, and remember... Mama always says, make your contribution. Have a great day.